What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down in the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down in Laredo. You are tuned in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos, 877-37-GRIND is your number. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a Dose, and we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, 877-37-GRIND. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. The only thing we ask is you call during the breaks, and then you also have patient during the long segments and breaks, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, keep in mind, if you need to follow me or reach me, reach out to me on Twitter, uh, you can do that at SportsGrind, and also, if you want to stream the show live and leave comments i'll respond to those and read those on air or i'll respond to them later but you can go to the business uh facebook page of sports grind entertainment or you can go to my personal page as well and leave those comments there also keep in mind uh if you ever miss any of the episodes live you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the podcast daily and also, if you are traveling or you're in an area that doesn't carry us terrestrial, or it's like a situation like today where we've got Rangers baseball as we speak, you can always log on to the same website, sportsgrindonline.com, and you can click the play button and we'll be there. 877-37-GRIND. What's up, Mr. Clark? You ready? Yes, sir. Ready rock and roll. All right. So in case this is your first show of the week that you're just tuning in, shame on you or you haven't checked on the podcast shame on you but um today is going to be our last show of the week and we won't be back until the day after fourth of july which is next wednesday so we'll be back next wednesday so we will be gone after today much break needed um as I've also stated numerous times this week, uh, that make sure you stay uh, in tune to uh, the Facebook business page of Sports Grind Entertainment or the website. But uh, we'll have updates in regards to, and I'll probably announce them ahead of time in regards to time off of the show and the show's summer programming uh, pretty much starting in July and into the parts of mid-August. So, uh, again, getting things done and situated Personally and business-wise, before we get into the six-month grind of the football season. Can't wait. Can't wait. One of the most anticipated NFL seasons in a long time. But you can always say that every year for certain reasons. But anyway, all right, so let's get to business. Let's see what we got before we uh, break for the um, – fourth of july week we've got a few things man uh, we had history last night uh in major league baseball um that's really one of the stories bigger stories today the yankees uh domingo uh german pitched uh did i butcher his last name it's domingo his first name right it is domingo what is it i say i always look at his how do you pronounce it yeah airman Oh, I had no shot then. Yeah, Ma, I've never heard that him pronounced. Like, first of all, people just say Domingo. I've never heard anybody really try to pronounce his last name when I've seen him pitch before, but German. German, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, he pitched. All right. Only the now think about this. This is pretty much amazing when you think about it. You think about how long they've been playing the game of baseball. Okay. Hundreds over hundreds of years. And he's pitched only the 24th perfect game in MLB history. Uh, they defeated Athletics 11 to zero. Um, 
last night. Uh, it's funny because I'm like the A's. Like, well, they gave y'all one. The, the whatever A's fans showed up to the game yesterday. They gave y'all history for gift, a parking gift on their way out. But uh, and what's so crazy about this? He looked terrible his last outing. The Yankees have been playing bad. Uh, you know, I never really. I know I've had it on the docket a few times. I threw it out there in the opening show a few days ago about. How Steinbrenner, his comments about, you know, if he made him last week, and I don't understand why the Yankee fans are upset when it's in third, and he kind of went to the injuries. And I'm like, come on, man. Your dad's rolling around in his grave, man. He used to just walk around with the fear of people firing people and Billy Martin and everything. Like, come on, man. You get it. Like, yeah, it's some type of injuries definitely playing a part. You know, Judge has been on the DL, and he's there's no timetable with him. He's got torn ligaments in his toe from running into the fence outfield at Dodger Stadium. But the Yankees have been tough straight. Uh, trading water but and and you know um domingo he he was horrible uh his last outing but again a perfect game that is very hard to do but if you think about it only 24 okay only 24 perfect games in mlb history this is the first one since 2012 felix hernandez king felix that did it for the mariners i forgot who they were playing in that game, but that's the last one since 2012. So they're not, you know, over the last few years, I remember having this discussion on the show, you know, no hitters became, we went through a period a few years ago where no hitters came very often, it seemed like, you know, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but perfect games are, I mean, you're talking about not walking anybody, not giving up hits, no runs. I mean, just zero across the board. That is not easy to do, and you have to really be in that zone, and you've got to have probably some breaks go your way, and then, you know, of course, shocking, it's what the A's order. I mean, they're one of the worst teams in the league, but the A's have been playing better of late in the last couple of weeks. Their record really doesn't reflect it overall because they just started so horribly on the season, and we're pretty much at the halfway mark right here in baseball, by the way, but tough breaks, man, uh, for, for the A's, but Props to them. I mean, and this is one of those that I'll see. You know, they've got another game with the A's today. I mean, actually, first pitch is in about 30 minutes or so. You, I want to see if this is something that sparks them uh, to get going because they've tried a lot. I mean, look at, you know, Aaron Boone, was a, he was on a streak where he had got ejected like three times, thrown out like three or four times in a two-week span in, in, in games, trying to light a fire, I think, under his ball club. Um They've tried, you know, again, the judge injury is there. But I've been telling y'all for the last few years that I just didn't think, you know, and that's why I'm kind of surprised, not shocked, but I'm kind of surprised that Cashman survived because I just feel what he's built. It's just not a team, in my opinion, that is built to win the whole thing. I mean, I just feel like it's built more catered to the ballpark, that short porch they play on in New York. They hit the long ball and go. They, they really just, and to me, I've always questioned the pitching. So, I'm surprised Cashman's been able to hang on. I mean, Boone's been able to dodge a bullet well, too. But, um, you know, that is a division that, you know, just as a week ago, nobody was, when I checked it, nobody was under 500 in that division. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, speaking of baseball, um, the Mets, their owner has broken his silence. You know, because to me, he kind of contradicted himself a little bit in regards to when I saw kind of what he was saying. Because in one breath, you know, the question is really about, you know, um, hey, well, you know, because I've been telling you that Buck Showalter is basically on the warm seat. 
uh, that I thought that there was rumblings. Could he be on the warm seat? And I think this had a lot to do with him addressing the media. Uh, but in one breath, he said no. He goes, he's going to he's going to be here because the, the reporter asked him, can you guarantee uh, that Buck Showalter is going to remain the rest of the season and the GM? And he said, yeah, because he, he was saying, like, I don't believe in just firing a bunch of people to fire people. He goes, you know, of course, things will be evaluated at you know, at a certain point, and then he was followed up with that question. Now, the interesting thing is he didn't commit to JV, A.K. Justin Verlander, and Mad Max, Max Scherzer. He didn't He didn't commit to them that they would be on the roster to the hallway to the finish of 162. Now, Max Scherzer, from what I know, he has a no-trade clause, and basically he is willing to probably waive that. And Justin Verlander, that would be, to me, if they decided to, even if they were going to be sellers, which I don't think they're uh, totally in the dumps yet, uh, but they're really playing tough. They, they've dug themselves a hole, and I just keep going back to their closer being lost for the season in a World Baseball Classic Championship, and I think that took some sell out of them, and they just couldn't recover. Now, the truth of the matter is, is that even if they become sellers and Justin Verlander, because I remember his introduction, Prescott, he was excited to pitch in New York. But I, I understand the owner. I mean, you know, the, like I said, that is the New York media down there that are sharks. And sometimes, you know, when you really want to give your ball club or your team or your organization the best chance to try to block out the noise and stay successful in that market when you have the owner speaking up. And just trying to dead everything. Like, let's stop talking about firing Buck. Let's stop doing that. This is just what it's doing. They're having a rough season. So you've got that going on. Also, of course, uh, NFL continues to uh, get ready and geared toward training camp. Um, we've touched on this quite a bit, but we talked about it yesterday. But it's official. Roger Goodell has laid out his suspensions uh, for Isaiah Rogers and uh, defensive end Colt players. Well, twos on that on that hit list, along with, I think, two other players. They pretty much got um, they didn't get lifetime bans, which would have been the death penalty um, in that regards. But, yeah, it was basically uh, Rashid Barry. It was Rashid or Rashid? Uh, Rashad Barry. Rashad. Uh, and Demetrius Taylor, um, who's, who currently is a free agent. They've been indefinitely suspended, at least through the conclusion of this season, um, according to NFL.com. And also you have a tennis – sorry, Adam Lagore. You have Titans offensive tackle, Nicholas. He's also going to be suspended. Now, he just suspended six games. There is an angle of this that I believe that nobody is talking about in regards to the players. We've had a few on the Lions. We've had a few with the Commanders. Everybody knows about the Calvin Ridley. But this is one of those that I think when you talk about players at this level, I would say Calvin Ridley is the exception to the rule. But there is one element of this that no one I feel is talking about it, and we'll circle back around, and I'll give you my thoughts on that. Uh, but that's what's brewing on that end. Um, NBA. Uh, before we get into other doings in the NFL, and actually today, I've, you know what? I've, I've been harsh on them. I mean, I can't say anything about them without Kansas City Rob messaging me or saying, you know, just basically sensitive. But actually, I've been kind of critical and just, and I don't even think it's critical. I just think I've been noticing things different about them. But actually, I've got to give Travis, uh, Travis Kelsey some uh, some credit. I got to give him some credit what came across my radar in regards to his position and how he feels and the state to where he's at. So it's not I, I'm fair. You know, I'm fair. I still stand by what I say. It's been a lot of stuff going on with them of late. Don't forget, they got the match play tonight against the Thompson and against Clay and Steph TNT. OK, another opportunity to see him. All right. But 
I will get that to that as well, too. But let's start with the NBA, kind of our backyard, uh, because there's something that came across my radar, and it's kind of, to me, come out of nowhere uh, in a way. Uh, and and I think we've kind of we we've slowed down and looked at this topic. I mean, we haven't really you know stopped. We just kept proceeding, you know, with caution, and we just kind of threw it out there. But this whole there's rumors out there floating with this Dame situation with Portland connected with the Spurs. Okay, as a possibility. All right, they, I, I think the where I saw it, they they labeled they labeled him a wild card. The Spurs a wild card if Dame is made available by Portland. And my question is, I mean, I don't know. I, I just you know, it's one of those like, does it make sense? Why? Why now? What would be the purpose of that? That's number one. Number two, which is I think is interesting to me as well, too, because I was at the gym earlier and I saw on the TV Legler speaking and he was talking about, you know, two teams in regards to free because free agency starts, um, I think, Friday, tomorrow. Free agency really starts tomorrow. So you're going to see some movement tomorrow and over the weekend. Uh, we'll kind of basically go ahead and, you know, recap it when we get back on Wednesday. But Legs was talking about two teams that he felt that needed to be aggressive in free agency. And one of those teams that he named was the Spurs. Now, Legler knows more basketball than me in one lifetime. I'll give Legs about, you know, it's really like seven. I'm just joking. Um, but I will tell you this. He's not a he leg is an he he's a analyst. All right. He's not a reporter. He's not an inside reporter like Woj, okay, or Sham, or your Adams of the world. The reason why I say that is because when he gets on TV and he says that, it's more of like him looking at a lens and basically giving his take and where he sees the landscape and you know who's a free agent and what teams are on the cusp, what teams have done what in the draft. So I take it was a grain of salt. Like if Woj says that or Brian Winhurst says that, then I know that there's some conversations that they've heard. So I'm going to put that out there as to say that. I think this is a take from Le – I mean, it caught my eye and my ear, but I think Legs put this out through the, the lens of an analyst. So with that said, I can't – I mean – it makes more sense. It doesn't make more sense to me than it does make sense. I, I'm I'm just not, you know. I understand, and, and and the reason why, if you look at his take, because I'm thinking, why do they need to be aggressive? Now, like he said, he goes, "Hey, are they going to catch Denver? Whatever move, no." But you know, you drafted Victor, and this is an opportunity. You know, you brought up Keldon Johnson's name, and you know, you got a wing guy like that. And you bring some tell you that. I still say. That's a his take, I believe, is a year early, in my opinion. I just feel that you run it back. I'll keep saying that. I think a guy like, first of all, I can't see Dame signing off on that. Because Dame is in a point to where if in my opinion, what I would tell the rumors out there, people think he's a wild card, I would say, okay, if 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 that's the case, if he would look at the rosters, even with Victor and the upside and the possibility. If he would look at the roster, and yes, you know, there's no guarantee, I and mean, pretty much Coach Pop is a year-to-year -year basis, he would make a decision. If I was his agent, say, you might as well stay in Portland. 
If you're going to leave, you need to leave to go to a, a team that is ready to contend now. In my opinion, the best that I think the Spurs, if you want to say the Spurs surprising us, I think the best is a surprise next year with them possibly being competing or basically getting an eighth seed or seventh seed. That would be a surprise. That I mean, that's a, so my point is, I don't understand why that rumor is out there floating, or even why he would be considered a wild card, when I don't even think it makes sense for him. Regardless if Brian Wright, R.C. Buford, Pop, even if they had an, uh, an idea that this is somebody that they targeted, wanted to target in a trade scenario, I don't think Dame is going to sign off on that. And make no mistake about it, Portland, if it comes to the fact that they got to move him, they are going to. He doesn't have a no trade clause, but they're going to work with him in the direction he wants to go and what team he wants to go. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis, and this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. There's nothing like the arrival of spring and the company smell of fresh cut prices in the air at Specs. No one does wine like Specs. With a Texas-sized selection of world-class wines and lower prices, you'll find the perfect zine for spring at Specs. That is Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, so um, that's my take on the whole Dame rumors. Um, and let's just more focus on, before we leave uh, the Spurs situation, let's focus on more about, in general, what Legs is talking about, a feeling that they need to be aggressive. Okay, they got the money to do it. 
if they choose, but it's like who's gonna take the money? You just have money, don't mean anybody's just gonna take it. Um I started looking and I said, okay, let's just say they are. And and then it has to now the one thing he did say, which I've been saying, it's if you're going I do believe, and I think if you go check the podcast, I talked about this on Monday or so, but I do believe that there's a chance that there's gonna be some type of veterans added to this roster. Maybe one or two or whatever. And and I'm talking about probably role player type of guys. Okay, because I know that uh, legs brought up um, in which we've talked it on this show. Uh, Van Fleet, his name has been brought up as somebody possibly if they decide to go. I, I don't I mean, I think he's a good I think Van Fleet, from what I've heard, I mean, he's a family man. He's a good guy. But I don't think I think still as young as this team is, I don't know if his Kim, his character. I can't say that. Let me rephrase. That's not right. I don't know if his personality or basically since he's been used to competing for playoffs, and stuff, I don't know if that's a good mix uh, for this particular squad. But I know Legs put him in there with that. I said no. I don't think, you know, again, this is all based on, and I guarantee you, if everything goes well and we see the promise in Victor, I guarantee you I'm going to be singing a different tune this time next year about who possibly could be out there next summer than made them be aggressive. But before I get to my next take, what do you want to add? The the Fred Van Vliet talk, um, you know, obviously it's been ringing around for a while, but I was thinking on it the other day. And him to the Spurs would be an interesting twist because if you recall, in 2019, the Raptors won the championship and there was an Instagram live video that went viral from on top of oh, one yeah. of the buses. Uh-huh. And that was Van Vliet's Instagram live video uh, in which F-pop was uttered. Now, did we get confirmation it was Van Fleet that said it? Or was it just somebody in the Instagram shot in the back? Because I never heard. I know what you're talking about. There, but I can't remember we ever got confirmation. I, I feel like... We would need confirmation or clarification on that. Um, but it, going back and looking from piece of the time, you know, Van Vliet was st- it's still all over his name. Um, you know, it's, of course, unless you're doing a you know voice analysis or whatever, you really know what all these guys sound like. Uh, Van Vliet was the what what was deemed responsible. In the public eye. Uh, look, man, I, that ain't going to... You're going to let man, bygones no, be bygones man. for that? First of all, I Would don't... he play for the, the coach that he maybe inebriated under the influence said? Well, damn, Jonas, you 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 selling me. I mean, we didn't get in depth of this on air for the listeners, but off air, you've been trying to sell me the, the sense of Draymond Green to Sacramento, and he put a mud hole in the chest of Sabonis. And, you, and you're just... That just happened uh, months ago. And you talk, and, the, and they got to play with each other. Pop is 70-some years old. Even if he had that, Pop would probably say something. I would have probably said me, too. I, I First of all, I don't want to talk about it because I don't really want the guy here. Am I going to be pissed if they bring him here? No, I'm not. I'm just going to be like, okay, I just don't, I just don't, that's not, I don't think it. Now, let's say there is a veteran out there that I've looked at and said, oh, there's connections with the organization between the Spurs and first of all, this name I'm about to say, I'm not a big fan of. I'm, 
I'm not a big fan of his because I think he's getting exposed of being a little bit one dimensional. But 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 I but that picture with Victor and, and and you know, but I'm like, hey, the Spurs got connections in that organization. And I start thinking of a guy, and we talk about a trade. And I think locker room wise, it would work because he's a veteran, but it wouldn't be that dominating. Clint Capella. And keep in mind, you heard it first here. There's been some rumblings of potential. To me, first of all, um, it would fit. But I feel that, you know, um, that's going to definitely give you some length. And I've been preaching that I want the Spurs to try to get bigger. They need to get bigger. That's why I like their second-round pick because they need a size. But somebody like I told you the other day, Gallinari, you add him, I think he's a personality. He's not. He's a veteran. He's had some devastating. He's not going to come in and try to control the locker room. He's going to fall right in line. But the more rumors out there, I just feel like they're going to do the opposite of what I want them to do, and that's to stay pat. And, and I would thank you. And, and to me, look, I go by actions. Pop has told us he loves this young group. They've, they've energized him. They've done this. This has also been a man that has been allergic to rookies and young guys. He has had to eat some cheese for the last two years, and he bought into it. I'm not saying he's lying that he doesn't love the team, that it doesn't he doesn't enjoy it. I'm not I'm not in his body. I'm not in his mind. But also, I know you can kind of get that thing calling you when you're like, you know what? I haven't had a vet. I need maybe a vet here. And maybe you start looking around. You start, you know, you look at it. Says the summer team. You get in early, and then you start thinking like, you know what? Maybe we do overachieve and maybe get close to an eight seed. Or it's an, I don't know. But there's a lot of room. There's a, it's amazing what drafting this man has done to this organization in regards to they're linked to so much stuff. I mean, you've seen the ticket sales. You've seen the attention. You know, but it's one of those. They've been, been linked to those possibilities. Like, I just don't know. Because I guarantee you, if they, have, if they don't have Victor, there's no way Dame Lillard is a, considered a wild card if he comes available for the Spurs. Dame is not signing for that. And if I'm Dame's agent, I'm telling him, like, you might as well stay in Portland and, get, and retire a, a trailblazer. 877-37-GRIND. What, you don't like Clint Capella in a silver and black, Jonas? Not really. I, again, I feel like I, I would rather see the development of Sohan, who plays a very similar style, similar role, and I feel okay. like still brings you more. Yeah. I'd rather see the guy that you spent the first round pick on be able to develop, the one who already reportedly has chemistry with you know, you're with with Wembenyama. Um, that's where I would stick stick with. Um, I think also again, if you're looking at this, this at, at that four, uh, I, I think Zach Collins still brings you a lot on a value contract. Uh, played very well in his first year, healthy uh, in in what feels like since he entered the NBA. So, and and there's interest in in other teams in, in trying to potentially trade and add Zach Collins. I'm, um, I'm not big on Zach Collins. I, I don't. I, don't I, I, I feel like every team needs that that guy that's willing to fight somebody. Throw you know at any second, and, and Collins is definitely that. He brings some kind of attitude, some kind. Um, you know, there's there's also reports. I was reading one this morning uh, that could see Jakob Pertle come back. He's a, he's one of the top ten free agents available on many lists. Um, Spurs just flipped him up to Toronto for a first round pick that's going to convey next year. Now I will tell you this. 
Now you give if you bring if you bring Yakapurto back and you put him on the court, you put him along with Victor. Yeah, you put him at the five and Victor at the four. So his pick and roll capabilities and being able to speaking of Yaka, being able to kind of finish it through like those, you know, those those worker be buckets. And then you let Victor be the, you know, I got moves, I'm gonna get I'm gonna pull you out here, pop you from fifteen. Then you probably see even a better, you know, Yaka come in. But that's gonna that's gonna come at a price. Uh just on the books and, and he's not a free agent, right? He's, it he's a free agent. Oh, so he is he a, is free, a free agent. Because agent. Wow. Uh, the article that I was reading is looking at what the Toronto Raptors do. Um, you know, the, the they were saying, you know, what are what teams will do we expect to be most active? Um, the Bucks were up there, you know, trying to maintain. You know, Lopez is is a free agent this summer. Right now, you know, Middleton opted out, and they're trying to keep together that that quad core uh, with Drew Holiday and Giannis and Lopez and. And Middleton, um, and then the Raptors were on there because you know going at the trade deadline, Pascal Siakam was and OG Ananobi were both floated around, and teams had a lot of interest. Uh, but you look at what you're doing up there with a new head coach, and you're getting ready to pay both those guys some pretty big contracts, 180 million plus. I think that that's. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really care the number he would come back. I, I would. I would accept that. I mean, I think when you you look, your reasons against Clint Capella is kind of basically what I'm saying about staying pat. Is the reason I say just stay pat. But if you're going to bring a veteran, which the more this is circulating, the more I think of there's going to be somebody added. There's going to be one or two veterans added. And I don't mean, and, and I don't think it's through trade of Van Fleet or whatever. It's going to be somebody like that, like a, like a Yacopurdo, like a Gallinari, like, you know, somebody like that. Um, and there's probably a list of free agents come available tomorrow and Friday that I'm not even thinking of. I don't know all the free agent list in NBA. I don't keep up with that like I do the NFL when it comes to free agents because uh, there's usually so many of them except the big dogs, the, the big the big cats when they come available free in the, uh, in the NBA. But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, uh, we'll know. I mean, the first up to business for them is the Summer League uh, here, tipping off here in the next few days, and then, then they hit to Vegas, and it'll be that. Also, uh, sticking with the NBA before we leave there, what do you got? Well, one other free agent to kind of keep an eye on is somebody with some real San Antonio roots, and that's Jordan Clarkson. Um, again, now now he plays a you know, guard position, but you know it would could kind of create a log jam there. But he ten, every time he's down here in, in the Alamo City, he tends to play uh, have have one of you know one of his better games of the season. Yeah, he gives um, the Spurs definitely a former sixth man of the year, so he can give you some veteran leadership there coming off the bench. Um, that's somebody else to keep an eye on because I, I you know Dante checking in on Twitter. You know, asking you know if we see any sneaky or shocking you know free agents leaving a place to go that that we wouldn't expect. We broke down the top probably six or seven yesterday, with most of them staying pat. But um, and to back well to Jordan Clarkson, um, like I said, first of all, I think hypothetically, if that would even be the case, um, yes, I would think Jordan uh, his his character. Um, like I said, I. I've always said this, my barber is very uh, close with their family and his dad, so I get a lot of information here and there in passing. We don't talk about him all the time, but I think from what I've heard over the years, he would fit in with this young locker room. The reason why I don't see it, because it's going to be expensive. 
Jordan Clarkson's, I mean, he's got, he's, if you go look at his career earnings, he's done a good job. He's cashed in on two big guys. He's got one big contract left. And I know he's seeking it. Okay. I've heard he's seeking it. So to me, if he, if he would be, and yes, trust me, it's not by mistake that he gives the Spurs the business either when they play. But I will tell you that uh, it is enticing to play at home. His family is still here. Um, you know, um, I know he just purchased uh, about probably about five months ago, four months ago, he purchased uh, Tom, Thomas J. Henry's property um, over, by the way, certain part of town in, in the 210. Um, so he's there's ties here, but I, I, he would fit. And he would give him that veteran leadership, but I just think it's going to be exp- I think it's going to be too expensive. And look, you know, and don't tweet. Oh, they've got the money, Calvin. They got one of the top three money. I understand that, but the, the, first of all, it doesn't mean you can just go start throwing it away and just spending it. And I'm not saying you would be throwing it away on Jordan Clarkson, but at the end of the day, uh, there is a guy on this team that I know's got dog. And you say they need somebody to slap somebody, and I think he's got it in him, and that's for sale. He's going to need to get paid here soon. So before we just start throwing this around like free baloney, man, all this money and give it like take care of your own. It'll destroy you in the NFL if you don't. But take care of your own first. You got Vassell coming up. You got it's that's where it's at. So I just think, yes, they could add some veterans and they probably will one or two despite. I don't think they need to, but they probably will. They are. But I don't think it's going to be at the price tag of what it would cost to get Jordan Clarkson in. And I don't think it's going to be at what it costs to trade and get Van Fleet in or sign Van Fleet because um, he opted out. He's a free agent. So I so Van what it's going to cost a Van Fleet, a Jordan Clarkson. I haven't even looked at the free I just don't Brian Wright and RC. I don't think that's the direction they're going. They're going to spend wisely. Wisely because this is the time because what just took place a couple weeks ago. This is the time to where, you know, unlike the DeJounte Murray situation. Now think just think about that. If you flip-flop the years, and let's just say you have the DeJounte Murray situation and he's still on the roster, and then you win the week, the sweepstakes to Victor, DeJounte gets paid down here. There's a reason to pay him. If So now that it the, the boats missed the year, now you're in a situation where Vassell, these guys you're grooming, they're coming up. You got It's no need to like, hey, let's groom them and ship them out. No, man, you got number one down here. Literally, where's number one? I started thinking about some of the greats that I think the most and and people at Twitter can help me out. But I, now that I'm thinking about it, I think really the most famous number one worn jersey in Spurs history, in my opinion, would have and if somebody can find somebody, else, it would have to be Rod Strickland. He wore none. That was way for your time, Jonas. OK, I don't even think you were I don't even think you were on Similac at that time when Rod Strickland made it pass behind the head of I don't know if you've ever seen that clip one of the oddest plays in playoff history I forgot exactly what year that was but I know it was a trip it was a Western Conference Finals against Portland it was the year that Portland played Chicago the Bulls and the final and Rod Strickland just had his back toward the back basket and tried a backwards over the head pass like it was the Harlem Globetrotters and they end up losing that game, almost their first trip to the finals against that Bulls team. But anyway, I think that's number one. But Victor has one now. But I can't think of anybody else, the most probably dominant spur, well, not dominant, but most popular, popular popular jersey guy that's one number one. I would have to say that's Rod Strickland. 
But anyway, also, before we meet, move from the NBA, uh, the Clippers, the Clippers know that they have a decision to make. Um, their guard, Gordon, do you realize that Eric Gordon, if the Clippers outright waive him, they're going to save $100 million in cap space. And when I saw that this morning, I said, by the time I go on air, he should be waived. Hell, if you're going to save $100 million, and especially with this new CBA, which I want to get into when we get back because it's official, the NBA has signed a new CBA agreement. It goes effective July 1st. Uh, I want to hear from Jonas exactly what are some of the key things that were changed and what to look for on this new agreement. But the bottom line is if the Clippers can save $100 million by waiving Eric Gordon, that should have happened yesterday. But also, it made me start thinking, like, we're at the point of NBA where you just wave guys. I guess you can just cut them. I mean, there, somebody's got to pay. There's some guaranteed money in that but because these contracts are guaranteed. But the fact that that works out, that they could save $100 million in cat space on the horizon of this new type of collective bargain agreement where this whole new luxury tax is going to be hitting owners over the head if they test it. Again, that's the Golden State rule. I've told y'all for the last week, I'm, I'm dubbing that the Golden State rule, this new luxury tax, because they really their owner didn't give a damn. He would, if they were winning titles, it, that, that other system, the penalty wasn't steep enough. And I think that's why to keep it competitive for the smaller market teams like your San Antonio Spurs, that's the reason why this was key, that the owners wanted it in the CBA. But when we get back, we'll take a look at it. But I think, yes, without a doubt, when you look at the situation with Kawhi, we already have heard that they're catching, you know, testing fillers out there on Paul George in regards to what he wants to, what his value is, possibly the Knicks. I think with no doubt they're probably going to save that $100 million and wave Eric Gordon. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this, it's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you. Cheers to savings. 
Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here.